0: You're listening to The Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners... (laughs) Know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to the center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and you watched it, you work out in the weight room. If you, could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran him back things like past. Biggest
2: good morning welcome into the martin houston show on tide 100.9 on your radio dial the martin houston show with martin and xavier and also you can find us on the radio network of social media the martin houston network so check us out let us know that you're out there chat us up and or give us a call at 205-342-9904 the alabama one hotline is open for business Love to invite you in on the conversation this morning. So go ahead and dial us up. Uh, What's on your mind? We're closing in on Alabama versus Vanderbilt, the SEC opener. Will this week tell us any more about this Alabama Crimson Tide team? Um, How are you feeling about this schedule? Got a little true-false. I want to ask you today? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I a little true/false. Want to ask you today, so you can get in on on that conversation. You may actually have a true/false question you'd like to ask us. You can post it in chat or give us a call. Either way, remember that this is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see. In the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir?
3: Good morning. Doing well. How are you?
2: Doing well. Doing well. Uh, ready to get things rolling as we have uh, our typical Thursday. We'll do a little true/false, and then we'll also have uh, Hank South joining us uh, with some news uh, around the recruiting front this week. Alabama making a little bit of noise and uh, seem to be. Um, restocking, overstocking. I'm not sure which one it is, Uh, the cupboard. Um, But uh, we'll we'll talk about that with him uh, as well. Uh, Got a little true-false for you and and, and Joe this morning. Um, I'll start off with uh, keeping it kind of easy and simple. I I look at this year's schedule, um, and I just wonder – we're three games in, um, my, my uh, first question kind of sets up uh, the follow-up question regarding the schedule. True, false, uh, do you think uh, the, so far the, the three games, the way the schedule's laid out, soft cupcake, questionable, not sure whether Texas is good or not, and then, of course, La Monroe. Uh, True-false, has that um, caused uh, us at Alabama to – have we seen this 2022 uh, team yet, and has this schedule contributed to uh, uh, the fact that we may not have seen
3: the the, the true team yet? I'll go with true. But the reason I'm saying that is sometimes it doesn't matter – who your coach is who the coordinators are you see the team on the schedule and you underestimate them and it makes it easier for you to play down to their level while they see you on the schedule on the schedule and they play up to you so uh, uh,
2: the part where you look at um this joe and this team and this schedule uh do you feel like uh this this schedule when you're looking at it i i i will go ahead and ask you the second part of that question so far uh true false uh has this oh, we're only three games in so not disappointed from the season but has this season thus far been uh, a disappointment and slightly slightly boring <laughs>
4: Uh, it's Been slightly. Bo- I mean, the, the Texas game lived up to everything that we that that I wanted it to, so it was great. Uh, but I, I got we got exactly what I expected out of the ULM and, and Utah State games, So I don't know if it's been slightly boring. I think that's exactly. Just, I, I, th- I think it's played out to. Uh, I mean, the Texas game was more exciting than many people expected, and I, and I enjoyed that yeah. a ton. Uh, so kind of somewhere in the middle there, <laughs> I just yeah. I, I kind of knew exactly what we were going to get with Utah State and, and ULM. So, uh, I, I mean, it was, they was those were definitely boring to me. But, uh, you know, the joyless murder ball folks loved it. So roll tide. Yeah.
2: What about the uh, <laughs> what about the uh, I, I and I agree with you on, on the boring side. It's actually if you had told me three games in, we've actually had more excitement around uh uh the play that we got because of the Texas game where you actually had to watch the game um, and, and and be engaged pretty much from start to finish. Uh and, and so we had we don't have those very often, but uh the the second part uh uh has this season been a
3: disappointment so far? Disappointment I don't think it's been oh, go ahead.
4: Yeah
3: go ahead. Oh my bad. Uh I wouldn't say it's been a disappointment. Uh, The Texas game was fun to watch as a fan, you know, a lot of stress, you know, because we weren't expecting it. But if this was the Texas of old in these other two games, that's what you would want. And I believe Texas is a lot better than we gave them credit for uh, coming into the season. And I think they're going to have a lot of success in the Big 12. So this has been fun to watch
4: so far. yeah I mean it, it, I, I don't know if uh if it's been dis, uh, disappointing uh disappointed because I think my expectation it's met my expectations so far uh so so just from an entertainment standpoint it's been fine it, it's uh, obviously uh the second week was a lot of fun, but I kind of knew exactly what we were, what we were in for for week one and three so it's been fine
2: and and I would probably go uh true it's been to me it's been a total disappointment if you take away the way we've played. Um, And that may be because of me having a higher expectation of this team. Uh, Technically, I'm not disappointed with the defense, I should say. Uh, I'm going to taper that answer with, I'm not disappointed with the defense at all, three games in. I am slapped completely, 100% dissatisfied with what I've seen offensively. I, all all season we – I mean, all off season we talked to, we heard about Gibbs. Man, Gibbs, 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 Gibbs. We've heard, uh, you know, Bryce is locked in. We've heard these wide receivers. Hadn't seen anything that makes me – and I'm not being ugly with this – that think this team is going to win a national championship, except for the, the fact that they have great potential. Um, so, in, in that sense, uh, there's been a disappointment – The reverse of that, guys, however, is it makes me excited to want to watch Alabama play. Does that that make
3: sense? Oh, it definitely does, because there's an added, what's going to happen this week? Can Alabama improve? Is this the issue? Is that the issue? It it gives you more to talk about, and it, it makes the show for us more exciting because we have something to bring to the table with Alabama needing to work on things and it's st- it's steadily improve throughout the course of the season versus oh another Alabama blowout oh uh, another Alabama this, another Alabama that is hey we're winning and we're winning convincingly two to three games but there's still these things that need to work on these things that need to change to give Alabama the best opportunity to play and win a national championship yeah uh, do you
4: have anything and, hey Martin, what if I told you that Alabama is leading the nation in yards per carry and fourth in the SEC in, in rushing, uh, and scored 120 plus 100, 138 points. Yeah, 138 points in three games. Are you still that disappointed?
2: Doesn't mean, mean a thing to me. It's just stats.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, you remember how I, I uh, you, you know, uh, the, the stat. that that's great that they're doing that. I mean, but but. Those stats, you tell me those stats, and and, and it sounds like I should be really excited uh, about the performance. But it has been inconsistent. There's been a lot of uh, um, three, a lot more three and outs. But I'm not. I'm 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 other I'm other kind Joe. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be excited about watching them play against Vanderbilt. You know what I mean? So so I, I'm I'm saying it's been disappointing. But that's not all bad. You know, it actually makes me want to I actually anticipate watching Alabama play and 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 instead of me going, "Boy, I can't wait till we get to the um SEC Championship game against Georgia." It has me thinking, "Okay, will we improve against Vanderbilt? Um man, will we be ready to go to Arkansas?" Uh Boy, is Tennessee as good as they say? You, you see what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset uh, with it. But, Joe, those numbers don't tell a whole story about the, the difference between this team and their, and their ability. I think those numbers are great, and Alabama uh, can almost roll out of bed and be statistically sound in a lot of areas. Uh, do, do you think Alabama has a solid running game against a good run defense?
3: if we did it consistently.
4: (laughs) Well, the thing I got to wonder is do those, like, sure, maybe the stats don't tell the whole story, but does the score in the only competitive game we've had really tell the whole story? I mean, for the most part, we were moving the ball on Texas pretty well and just not finishing drives. Eventually something's got to give. Like those stats are stats, but data's hard. Eventually, I, I if we keep that, that data up, something's going to give, and we're going to score a lot of points. What game I, I did you see us move the ball on, we, Texas? Yeah, I feel like
3: we were stagnant after the second drive when uh, Jace broke the eighty-some yard run. Until late in the game, you're talking about we had multiple three and outs throughout the course of the second and third quarter.
2: So, yeah, I, I don't think we, I think we started off, and I think that. You know, I think you look – like, you look at the Texas game. Uh, did Jason end up with 100 yards that game or 90-something yards?
3: 97, I think.
2: 97 yards. So, he was only three yards from 100 yards, and but he only had a handful of carries. So, his average per carry shot through the roof because of a 90-yard run or 80-something-yard run. So, that I, – I, I don't know. And like I said, you guys have to understand, I'm not I'm, – I mean, I'm disappointed – But I'm not sure that's not a bad thing. I think Nick Saban probably, since we got away with the win, guys, in Texas, he's loving the way this season goes because usually he has to have a rant in the media. He has to get into guys' stuff to find something to coach. I think he's coaching this team um, through, you know, his words, consistency. This team lacks consistency uh, right now, and I don't know if that's their pl- ability, talent, or whatever, or if that's uh, lack of focus, um, uh, lack of coming together. So uh, there's a couple different things. There. We got, I got some more true-false for you guys, uh, but we're going to get to break here. We got a couple calls we want to get to as well. You listen to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9, and we love to have you stick around for more conversation. So do that as we go to break. Pay a few bills here. I'm Martin Houston, and we got more right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9.
1: Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no problems on the roadways on this Thursday morning. Everything looking pretty good. Now, if you do see conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and they're the home of a lifetime powertrain warranty. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Well, Lentil Lift is uh, Sunday, our new sponsor. We appreciate them uh, taking time to be on our show. What is your lentil? It's the load-bearing structure just above the garage door. Over the years... Tonight clear with the low at 59. Tomorrow and Saturday,
0: sunny both days and very comfortable. The high tomorrow, 81. The high Saturday, 85. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
2: Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design, design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at softmarkdesign.com.
0: It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the scene. Same- hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis.
2: back with the Martin Houston show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial and um, Joe pointed out some statistics as we were uh, having that conversation and uh, Joe and I uh, can go back to our and sometimes what reality is Uh, may not be what you feel. Uh, And, you know, this team uh, doesn't have to win a championship today. Um, They just have to keep improving. And uh, my expectations is a little disappointing. The good side of that is that it, Makes me want to watch the game Saturday. Let's bring in uh, Pat on the Alabama on the hotline. Pat, Pat you're on with the Martin Houston show. Hello?
1: Hello? Go ahead, Pat. Yeah. I said, Can you all hear me? Pat, yeah, we can hear yeah, yeah, okay. I got you. Hey, uh, what I called about this morning was uh, Texas didn't allow Alabama's band to come to Texas. Well, Coach Saban brought the band to Alabama along with Randy Owens and Jeff. And Jeff opened up his case, and Coach Saban did a Texas two-step right on top of Stark's head, man. Hey, and and Jimbo, wow. Hey, I'm so impressed with Coach Saban's ability to recruit. Morton, he went into Texas, got Rinald, a uh, the top uh, defensive lineman in the state, probably. And, hey, and then went into Longview, Texas and got us the highest-rated wide receiver on anybody's board uh, that was left. Wow. Texas two-step. What do you think, Martin?
2: Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you, Pat, since I have recruiting coming up, I'm not going to get into that conversation too much right now because it's yeah, going to be a lot I, of I, I know, conversation. conversation but
1: but Impressive. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to bring in the fact that Coach did a Texas two step over. <laughs> he, he
2: definitely got two good ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh Hey, ho- hopefully we can get in with Hank. uh I didn't know. You know, sometimes with the phone, but we can't get in all the callers.
2: All right, have I the have one. We we plan to still have Hank. So you you're welcome to call Hi. back if you got a question for Thank me. Thank you. All right, let's get to Curtis. Curtis Moore, you're in with the Martin Houston show. On Alabama One Hotline, what's on your mind, sir? Hey, um, hey,
5: hey, how you doing, y'all? Are you, y'all, y'all hear me, right? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Hey, um, hey, I wanted to elaborate on my comment on um, on Facebook, um, because yes. I didn't want to type; it's a little long about the Bill O'Brien thing. I, mm-hmm. And I know I may get beat up for this, but I ain't worried about it. I got to stand for what I stand for. But the, everyone criticized Bill O'Brien and everything, but I'm. I'm not in that category yet because we're only three games in and I'm going to tell you why, uh, you know, we just don't have obviously the same personnel that we had last, you know, season with someone who can blow off the top, like, you know, and, um Williams right now, you know? Um, so you got these defenses playing us a certain kind of way and they know that. And uh, maybe Bill O'Brien is, Kind of limited right now, but I know help is probably on the way. I say probably because we don't know what Tyre Ty Harrell is yet, but we think that he's that type of a wide receiver. But that was my thing about you know criticizing Bill O'Brien right now. I think I'm not saying he's handcuffed right now, but maybe he hasn't shown everything yet. I mean, we're only game, three games in. I mean, what's what's what's, what's your thoughts on that? X, I'll let you go first.
3: Well, my opinion on this one is, Kurt, is that. You shouldn't have to have a elite speed guy to be able to throw the ball down the field. And like I said yesterday, you're talking about Bama still has guys that run four fours out there playing wide receiver, four threes, you know, things of that nature. It's that we don't try to stretch the field. We've we've thrown seven passes through three games where the ball went 20 yards down the field. That's it. And I know Milro has a couple of them. So you're talking about Bryce is not even throwing the ball down the field two times a game. And when you do that, it allows the defense to sit up, keep everything in front of them, and be more effective in the run game. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe, you have anything on that? I
2: have, I have some thoughts on
4: Oh, I mean, I think Xavier's got. I think Xavier's right in a lot of ways, but uh, I also think that Curtis is right. That uh, I mean, you're, you're you're three games in, but you played nobody. So what's the point in showing anything? Uh, I I mean, you, Texas is the only exception to that. Like ULM, you could have beat with the walk-ons. same thing with with uh, Utah State. So I think that you got a mixture of both Cur- Curtis and Xavier being right here.
2: Yeah, and, and Curtis, I'll ask you this. Curtis, what's the, what's, the, what's the biggest contributor to an offense not being effective in the passing game? Timing, right?
5: Right, yeah.
2: So so how do you get timing right without practicing it live?
5: Um,
2: Bryce, has, yeah, I, Bryce has how many new weapons in these skill positions? I mean, it was bigger. Yeah, every, every, every position. So, so, Coach Saban tells us he plays to his standard, not his opponent. Correct. If if if, if he's done what you're saying, then Coach Saban has not been truthful with us. Um, in my, in in the sense that you can't. I don't care who it is. We let me tell you why I I I fear that mentality, uh, Curtis. Uh, if it's true, let me tell you why I fear it. Um, we in 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 '90 uh, we we put in a new style offense, um, and we practiced all spring, all summer, and and we went to and we played Vanderbilt in the opener, and we didn't really run it because we didn't want to show it. Uh, we wanted to surprise Florida with it. Uh, we got beat thirty-five to nothing. Had six fumbles in the first half because yeah. the speed of the game is different. Uh, the intensity is different, and 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 it just didn't didn't work out. And so I I'm concerned that that we're three games in and we have not worked on our stuff. If what you're saying is true. But I got one more thing, too, to add. Technically, there's no reason to work on it against Vanderbilt. I don't know that Vanderbilt is, is a whole lot better than a Utah State traditionally. Um, they may be this year, may not. They got a freshman playing quarterback this week. So, um, I, I guess my concern is, Curtis, if that's true, uh, that would be a concern. But, I, I, I mean, I had the same complaint about Bill O'Brien last year. We just won. Um, I just don't think he's very creative in his play calling. I, I think I could roll Bryce Young out there a, a lot, of time, and 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 maybe not even have to call plays sometimes. When we get in a hurry up offense, and Bryce takes a little bit of the range, we're better offense. than when when we're waiting on Bill O'Brien to send it in, so hey, I got one I, more I thing to what you're to say that you're saying. Though. I get what you're saying, and I know that that may be a possibility. I'm just concerned with you having so many new people that it, it could backfire. That's my only concern.
5: Yeah, this may sound like silly. What I'm about to say, I guess, but um, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. But uh, the remember, remember the year um, when the Clemson beat us uh, pretty bad and blew us out. Uh, I mean, prior to that game, we we pretty much rolled through. <laughs> Everybody, well, exception in the SEC championship game when Tia Tua got hurt or whatever, but we just kind of rolled through that schedule. And by the time you know we got to the end, I mean, they 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 just knew what we were doing, and you saw the result. So, wouldn't you rather have this happen kind of at the beginning of the season, not show your hand? I don't know. That may sound silly, I guess, but no. Know, I mean, I
2: told you, it's made me the result of the season has made me. I'm I'm anticipating watching Alabama. Play Vanderbilt. I can't say that I've signed. so. So, yeah. in some ways, it's working and draw my eyes there. But uh, I think Clemson beat us because they just out coached us. They had a better defensive coordinator and a better team. So they had they had the defense that we had wanted, uh, and they shut us down because of that elite defense, not because uh, uh, just because of, of the play call. I think they were just a better team that year. Oh, okay. I hey, I got one more thing, right. and I'll hang up though. I, I, I wasn't thinking team. that many points better, Curtis, but they were the better team. Hey, we got one more call yeah. before we get to the break. Thanks, Curtis. Appreciate that insight, man. Call back in again. Okay,
5: all right.
2: All right, let's get to Josh. Josh, you're in with the Martin Houston Show at Martin and David on the Alabama 1 Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, guys.
6: Um, so, this week we got Vanderbilt, and I know we're looking still for some unanswered questions. And one thing I would want to ask is, offensive line, are we still going to play with that rotation? and depending on how the rotation works this week the rotation that we would start next week i guess depending on their performance as a game would that not be the starting rotation for the rest of the year uh depending on their performance you know against arkansas because i think that's the biggest thing on everybody's mind i know it is on mine um and then i do appreciate what curtis said about the receivers but um I guess my biggest thing would be offensive line because if you can't protect your quarterback and open up the holes for the run, what good is the offense without an offensive line to do their job and create space and plays
2: and ability to make plays? X, I'll let you respond first. Uh,
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like if we get into, now that we're in the SEC play, what you what we get this Saturday most likely will be what we get throughout the rest of the season, unless there's an injury or something. Uh, and that could could be Cohen or that could be Booker at a left guard. I feel like the other positions are pretty well locked in. You might see a change at center with Dow Court and McLaughlin, just depending on how Dow performs this weekend as well. Uh, those are the only two questions. I think Latham, Ikior, and Steen are set and solid in there positions and then it's really that left guard but in potentially the center that you might see some changes.
6: You look at Kendall Randolph and I don't like calling out guys by name like one guy at a time Uh, but you look at the way he played specifically last year in the SEC championship where he just balled out and that was the best offensive line play I had seen last year Um, and I'm looking I don't know I'm not going to say he's underperformed, but, you know, what I mean, if he performs to the capacity that he performed last December, you know, just kind of wondering why haven't we seen that high-performance, just ability out of him this year. Like I said, I don't want to say that he's not playing good because he is. But, I mean, what is he? He's like, what, fifth-year senior, sixth-year senior? So.
5: Uh,
2: you know, uh, Josh, I think part of it comes down to that sometimes it's not even always that a guy is playing – worse than he did last year. Sometimes just a guy comes up behind him that's better. Um, Mm -hmm. Like uh, the Booker kid playing may not have anything to do with uh, Cohen. Uh, It could be that Booker is just a guy that they feel like gives them more what they want. And I know we we keep saying that about Dow Court. I'm not sure that uh, this offensive line isn't better at run blocking than we think And that's the reason Dow Court is in the game because this, this offensive line may be built for run blocking. But we we just haven't done it consistently because, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at the way McLaughlin ended last year, um, if you watch the first three games in the past, Pro, and and sometimes even in the scheming and calling of offensive line blocking – it seems like McLaughlin may be ahead of Dalcourt in that area. Uh, so I, I don't know the full, full reason of why, you know, sometimes guys are, are not playing, except for the fact that they were anticipating running the ball a little bit more than what we have. And that I think give Dalcourt an edge. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it plays out when we get, you know, as we continue to increase in, in, in competition and intensity. Thanks, Josh. You got to get the break here. Thanks for the call, Thank man. You. Call back your time. Good, good insight there. Coming back on the other side, we will pick up with Hank South, 247 Sports. Right here on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. This is a
0: Town Square Media tied 100.9 sports update.
3: I'm Kim
7: Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Class of 2023, four-star wide receiver Jalen Hale has committed to the Crimson Tide. Former Alabama quarterback Tua Tungavailoa is this week's AFC Offensive Player of the Week for his performance against the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Former Alabama defensive tackle Deron Payne's uniform now sits in the Pro Football Hall of Fame to commemorate the new name of the Washington Commanders.
1: This
0: has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app.
2: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service service experience they have the basic car wash that starts at seven dollars but you need to check out the premium wash packages which start as low as twelve dollars and go up to twenty dollars they also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at 23.99 going up to 39.99 in other words just double
0: Riley
2: Auto Parts provides
0: more than just the right parts for your repair.
2: Our professional parts people can also offer free check. You know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership
0: Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your Your team. team. The Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Welcome back into the Martin Houston show. As we get ready to go into the recruiting segment, we are joined on the Alabama one hotline by two four seven sports. Bama online recruiting expert Hank South. How are you doing this morning?
7: Hank? Hey, Xavier. I'm good. How are
3: you doing? Good. Doing good. So finally, some real news getting going again in the recruiting world. Uh, Alabama got two big time recruits from the state of Texas this week. In Jordan Renaud, the four-star defensive lineman out of Tyler, Texas, and the four-star wide receiver Jalen Hale out of Longview, Texas. What's that mean for Alabama going forward, and why did those guys pick Alabama?
7: Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, two major wins in a, in a hotbed area um, that's usually dominated by programs like Texas A&M, uh, Oklahoma, those are usually the team's Duking it out for those kids in that area, but for Bama to, to come in there, um, you know, Longview, um, where Jalen Hale is from, and, and Tyler, where Jordan Renard is from, are only about 30 or 40 minutes apart. So uh, for them to come in there and, and get both those guys within a couple of days of each other is just a massive recruiting win for Alabama, um, you know, with Renard, who, who committed on Monday. Um, you know, that, that's one that's been trending to Bama for a while. Um I think Oklahoma had some confidence, um, you know at various points they had him in on an official visit a couple weekends ago. Uh, you know they they've been you know pushing for him really hard, but you know ever since really the spring, it seems like Bama's kind of been in the pole position for Jordan Renaud, the the top one hundred defensive lineman. Um, he's been to campus multiple times. He's camped, he's done his official visit. Um, he'll be back next month for the Texas A and m game on an unofficial visit. Um, and he really just kind of, uh, you know, connected with the staff. You know, he he really um, gelled with uh, with Freddie Roach, the defensive line coach. Um, and, and you know, he talked about the competitive culture at Alabama, and that was kind of the the biggest factor um, for him in wanting to to go to Alabama. So uh, you know, that that was a uh, a big big part of his decision and in, in committing to Bama over Oklahoma. And and Jalen Hale, that one was a little bit more, um, you know. Uh, contested down the stretch you know I, I think earlier in the cycle I think most would have expected him to end up at at Texas or or Texas A&M um, and, and you know various points in his recruitment I, I think all the schools on this on his final list probably led at one point or another you know he even said Georgia led at one point um, but um, kind of rounding out the summer he he took a, a visit for the champions took out in July and and at that point it really seemed like Bama was taking a step forward for him. Um, you know, he came back on his own dime, visited campus, um, spent time and then immediately set up an official visit for, uh, the first weekend of the season when Bama hosted Utah state, he came back for that. Um, you know, they, they obviously had a big win, uh, freshman receiver were playing. Um, uh, he spent time with Jamison Williams, um, who was back in town and, in uh, Bama really kind of, uh, put itself in, you know, secured its spot there. Um, you know, I think probably at the forefront of his mind, and then you know the biggest thing with him was, uh, or a big factor with him was he he didn't took two official visits to Texas and Texas AM and the last two weekends, so it was kind of uh, you know could Bama withstand those two visits um, and still get his commitment when he announced yesterday, and and they did, um, they got him on board, and uh, another massive pickup, just a really polished receiver, um, talented kid, and you know Longview, the school he's at, has had some really big-time playmakers in the past. Um, uh, so, you know, he, he's kind of in that long line of, uh, of, of elite kids that have come out of there. So I think he's a kid that, that could certainly contribute early. Um, about 6'1", 185, um, do-it-all athlete. He runs track. He plays basketball. He's kind of a uh, jack-of-all-trades, and, he, and he's the best one at all of them. So, um, you know, I, I think Bama really likes what he brings to the table. Um, he's the third receiver in the class. Um, and you know we'll see where they go from there, but that's I guess what what twenty three commitments. Um, Bama was already number one entering the week, but this kind of just pulls them even, even further away from the pack. Um, Bama's kind of running away with this thing at this point. Um, so yeah, huge, huge, uh, huge week for Alabama recruiting.
3: All right, and we're joined by Pat right now on the Alabama One Hotline. Pat, you're in with Hank. Good morning, Hank. Hey, man, what if it's done a two- since two step? Uh, it's time to
1: turn our sights to the state of Florida. Uh, What's the possibility of getting uh, Damon Wilson uh, out of Venice, Florida, to uh, pair with Keon Keeley Uh, and then uh, being able to go up to North Carolina, pick up Hobbs to uh, pair with James Smith? Because we've got to shore up this defensive line. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think,
7: you know, I think, you, you know, out of those two, out of Hobbs and uh, and Damon Wilson, I, I think Hobbs are probably more likely at this point. I think uh, I, I know you know Damon Wilson is very high in Alabama. He took his official visit in the summer, but uh, you know, looking into that one lately, it seems like Ohio State kind of has some momentum there for him. Um, you know, if they're in the you know staying in the state of Florida, I think Ben is still, you know obviously still pressing for for Damon or uh, for Keon Keeley to try to get him uh, in the class. He's supposed to be back at Ohio State this weekend as well. So, uh, you know, that's a major focus in the state of Florida. But, you know, they're in it. I I would say probably top two or three for Damon Wilson. I wouldn't pick Bama for him at this point. But, um, you know, maybe that changes in a couple months. Um, You know, Hobbs, I think, is much more of a a realistic option at this point. Um, You know, he can be on campus a couple times this fall, officially visiting next month the Mississippi State game. Um, And uh, similar to kind of Jalen Hale's situation, it was, you know, after that cookout visit in the summer, it seems like Bama really took a step forward for him and, and their push for him. So, I think Bama has a better shot at Hobbs. You know, I, I honestly, you know, if Hobbs was announcing today, I'd I probably would pick Bama. So, uh, I think good shot for him. We'll see on Damon Wilson. I, I like the chances better in terms of edge guys with with Keeley and, uh, and Quay Russo, um than I would at Damon Wilson at this point.
1: Gotcha. I right. I appreciate the good information. I just hope that James Smith's going to get off his butt and go on and, commit. <laughs> All right. Y'all
3: have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. All right we're joined by Hank South of 247 Sports and Bama online. Hank, uh, there's a couple, there's a, well, there's a guy who's committed to Ole Miss right now that there was a lot of noise this summer about him potentially flipping and that sun terrain Perkins. Uh, is that still a possibility or is he really locked in with Ole Miss right now?
7: Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, Every, everything's kind of judged based off his social media almost, and I guess his action. Um, you know, if you, like like you said, in the summertime, you know, he changed both of his pictures on Twitter to, uh, to an Alabama uniform. Uh, it looked like he was on the verge of flipping to Alabama. He had just taken, I think he took two visits in the summer to Tuscaloosa, uh, but he never flipped. And, you know, of late, he's back to Ole Miss pictures on his profile. He's been to uh, Oxford a couple times this season. Um, he's tweeting all about Ole Miss, and, you know, he's still. In their class so um i mississippi recruitments, as everyone that follows them in recruiting knows are just always wild you know they always kind of come down to the wire um and, you know and it usually involves obviously old miss mississippi state so um you know I, I think he's probably pretty firm um with old miss at this point i wouldn't pick him to flip it anymore um, you know I, I think you know that that window maybe is not shut but you know i think it's uh it's closed a little bit um but um Interesting of, with with uh, that situation with Centurion Perkins um, and and you know Bama's hunt for another inside linebacker in this class. Um, they they offered uh, Bama offered Arian Carter, um, who's a rising. I mean he's this kid's just blowing up uh, with offers the last week. Really, Every, you know Bama and Auburn offered him last last week, and since then you know I think he's added like USC, Florida. Um, michigan just several huge offers um he's out of memphis tennessee um he was on campus for the ulm game at alabama and got the offer and you know um i think he's kind of trying to to take this all in stride right now um he's committed to memphis um but you know he we, we talked to him over the weekend um this is arian carter who i'm speaking about um and he was saying you know he, uh, memphis even told him you know if you get a better opportunity in Memphis, you know, don't worry about us. You know, you can take it if you want. <laughs> so he's kind of saying he's still committed to Memphis, but uh, he, I, I think he's going to end up elsewhere. And you know, I think I think Bama um, over the weekend was probably you know what he was most excited about. And it's probably you know he said he grew up a Bama fan and Bama's his dream school. So you know, we'll we'll see what happens. He's getting like I said, he's getting blown up. I'm sure his phone is constantly ringing, and you know, he wants to take all of his official visits. So. Um, probably a recruitment that's going to go a little bit longer, but um, you know, I think I think Bama is probably in one of the best positions for him um, for Arian Carter. And you know, like I said, I think I think the hope is to add one more inside linebacker type. He's rated similar to Centurion Perkins. He's rated as an athlete, um, and, and he's really good on both sides of the ball. But but Bama likes him as an inside linebacker. They think he can play either spot on the inside. Um, so you know that that's kind of where where he's at. Their biggest question with him. Was his size. They wanted to see him in person. Um, and, and he came to campus last week and checked in at 6'1, uh, about 208. So um, certainly, you know, fits the mold um, of, of that spot. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. But I, I think he's, uh, um, you know, between Centurion Perkins' um, situation, I think, I think the name to, to watch right now is Arian Carter. All
3: right. And when you look at it, at Bama getting Jordan Renard in the class, defensive lineman. How does that set Alabama with really pushing for Kelby Collins and Peter Woods as well? And talk about some of the comments from James Smith and Quay Russo after their visit to Auburn this past weekend.
7: Yeah, you know, I, I think Bama's still gonna, you know, test the waters with Kelby Collins and, and Peter Woods. Um, you know, if those guys won in, I think Bama's gonna make a spot for them. Um it's it's one of those situations where, really, you know, even if you're full at a spot, which you know, Bama's obviously not full at the defensive line yet. But even if you are full, if they're full to spot, usually Bama, if if a kid wants in and uh, you know they consider him a kid too good to pass up, they're going to make room and, and they have a little bit of flexibility this cycle. You know, obviously they've list uh, the NCAA has lifted that twenty five man cap, so you know you, you can go above twenty five. You just have to work under the eighty five um, scholarship limit. So obviously transfer portal and all that's going to be another factor this off season, but. Um, so, yeah, you know, Kelby Collins, he's supposed to visit for the, um, for the uh, Texas A&M game in a couple weeks. So, uh, you know, he's still committed to Florida. Um, hasn't really shown any wavering there, but, you know, still going to take a visit to Bama. Um, uh, Peter Woods, you know, that, that's another one. You know, we'll, we'll we'll see what he does. You know, obviously, he's, he's not really allowed to take visits as a Clemson commit. But, uh, you know, we'll see if that, if that happens. Um, but, yeah, James Smith, Quay Saw, they were on campus for, uh, for Auburn's loss to Penn State. Uh, I think I saw the comments saying, you know, they, they expected more or something like that. You might you might have them pulled up in front of you, but uh, they weren't glowing comments, I don't think, for Auburn. Um, and I, I don't I don't think most people expected them to end up at Auburn. Um, you know, obviously they're, they're a top factor for them, but, you know, everyone's kind of circled this more as a, um, we have a Georgia race for those two, for James Smith and Quay Rousseau. They're supposed to be, um, I believe, I know Quay, and they usually go on the same visits. Um, they were talking about going to the game this weekend in Tuscaloosa. So um I believe they are set to come into town. Um James Smith and Quay saw, so we'll keep an eye on that. But um yeah, you know, Auburn losing with them in the descendants doesn't hurt Bama's chances, I don't think. Um so we'll we'll see. Again, those guys, you know, it's gonna be December before we know anything final with the, those two. So, you know, I would expect at some point this fall they'll they'll probably be loving it up on Georgia. Um I'd expect Bama to to have some momentum, you know, so it's kind of the the long, uh, you know, long process with those two. So we'll we'll see.
2: All right. Hey, that's Hank South 247 Sports, Bama online recruiting. Best follow in recruiting at Hank South 247, at Hank South 247 on Twitter. Thanks, Hank. We'll catch up with you next week, and hopefully Bama has some more good news uh, by the time you roll back in here. Thank you, sir, and have a great day. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. All right. Coming back on the other side, we'll have the Empowerment Ministries 2-Minute Warning right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Tide 100.9
1: Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no problems in the roadways on this Thursday morning. Everything looking pretty good. Now, if you do see conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and they're the home of a lifetime powertrain
2: warranty. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you're telling that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. It's
0: the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar
4: powered by Pepsi.
6: If you have a community event in Tuscaloosa in West Alabama, tell us about it.
2: Wrap things up on this Empowerment Ministries two-minute warning, uh, you know, uh, getting some comments and stuff over here about uh, Bill O'Brien and Virgil uh, Williams uh, <laughs> uh, calling out saying I, that this whole, uh, we're not showing everything, it's hogwash, we're either not coaching well or we don't have the elite players we think we have. Curtis Moore disagreeing with them and saying I respect your opinion. Uh, say he still wants to give Bill O'Brien some time three games in and make the comparison to um, Pete Golding and oh, Bill O'Brien being that that guy and that he trusts Saban. And if O'Brien was as bad as uh, we say he is, that Saban would have gave him the Doug Marone treatment. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Uh, but my thought process is – uh, Bill O'Brien uh, should be embarrassed to be compared to Pete Golding's stru- structure in the sense that Bill O'Brien's been a head coach, uh, OC, multiple places, multiple times. So for him to still be needing the same type of treatment and time that uh, Pete Golden, who was a young coordinator who also was dealing with a lot of injuries and different things throughout the past few years, I don't think it's the same. But. That's just my thought my opinion i think bill o'brien what we've seen from bill o'brien is what we're going to get from bill o'brien uh i don't think there's any uh i I don't see any difference from this year and last year but uh x i'll give you closing thoughts uh in a two-minute warning
3: yeah when you look at Pete golden versus bill o'brien bill o'brien is 53 pete's 38 O'Brien has not only been a head coach at the college level, but at the NFL level as well. So there shouldn't be this turnover process or this learning process for him that it was for Pete when you when you're looking at things of that nature. But hey, you know, hopefully he gets it together. Yeah. I, you know, it's
2: a it's an interesting, interesting conversation. As I said earlier in the program. We didn't get to get through a lot of our true-false. I'll try to figure out how to work a couple of these questions in uh, to our fire cell Friday. Uh, Make sure you tune in at 6 a.m. tomorrow to catch more of the conversation. Uh, Some thoughts for you to be thinking on. Will we see? uh, I'm looking for a 100, 300, 100 game X. You know what that is? 100-yard rusher, 300-yard passer, and a 100-yard receiver. So um, we'll, we'll talk about will we see that against Vanderbilt. Will we see this vaunted offense that uh, everyone is saying Bill O'Brien has been saving, or are we going to roll it out against Arkansas? <laughs> we'll find out more tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about it. We want to invite you to get in on the conversation Uh, as we do it every day, Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 a.m. That's X's and O's, Xavier Houston. I'm Martin Houston. That's Joe Gaither. Don't forget about the Cup of Joe at 11 o'clock today. And great programming all day long right here on Tide 100.9. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Not in your own understanding, uh, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. Thanks to all the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters out there. Roll Tide, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's the-